Our passage today uh, comes from Matthew uh, chapter 2, verses 19 through 23. Um, as, as I mentioned earlier, we are beginning a new sermon series on dreams and dreamers, and we begin with this one. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who were seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in, a place of his, in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. May God add a blessing to the understanding and living out of this scripture. Oh, gracious God, I come before you thanking you for this time to listen, to listen to your words. And oh God, I ask that you take the words that I have prepared and let it meet the heart of your people. Let it spark our imaginations that we may dream bigger dreams or that we may even account, encounter a dream from you for the first time. Holy Spirit, be present right now that you may allow for us to hear exactly what we need to hear for this journey throughout this next week. We ask this all in your many names, I pray. This sermon series is called Dreamers of Dreams. From biblical times to now, our dreams have been a place where God seeks us, nourishes us, nurtures us, something new, and hope alive. This month, we will honor black history. And not just this month here at UBC, because we lift up this all the time. And we will explore in this series all the ways God works through our dreams and invite us to be dreamers of grace, liberation, rest, and This week we will dreams of protection for perilous journeys. I think I need to change my mic, so I'm going to Dreams of protection for perilous journeys. Harriet Tubman, um, Harriet Tubman will be our teacher and our example of what it means to trust in those dreams of protection. Many of us may know of our Shiro, uh, Harriet, that she was born a sla into slavery, but did not accept that she would be enslaved for her whole life. She knew that she would be free, and her dreams reinforced this belief. 
she uh, knew that this would that she would be free one day and that her dreams reinforced this and that she believed that many others enslaved black folks that they would be free too and she brought them to a promised land freedom many of us may not know that harriet dreamed dreams a lot in an npr entitled Harriet Tubman's visions, I learned that every so often Harriet would collapse into um, what appeared to be a deep slumber. She would, um, some people around her would say that she's communicating with God, a higher power. When she was 13 years old, she was accidentally hit over the head by a two pound weight. It hit her right over the head and cracked her skull. Kate Clifford uh, Larson published a 2014 biography of Tupman called Bound for the Promised Land. She says it took two, it took months for Tupman to recover from this injury and it left her with a lasting condition, lifelong epileptic seizures. Then the NPR touches on black folks having a closer connection to the earth or the magic or the supernatural or the spiritual or the divine that white people somehow lost in their march towards civilization, which is depicted in the films today, where black folk are shown as superhuman. The NPR furthers this thought by saying, but as we get better at portraying black folks as superhuman, we also need to get better at portraying them as human. Human, just like the Holy Family in our text today. The Holy Family had to run away in hiding from King Herod because he was going to kill male children at the age of Jesus, and he did. Now, in Egypt, they ran away to Egypt. In Egypt, Joseph, Jesus' father, is told in a dream to return to Israel. Yet, when Joseph heard that King Herod's son was ruling, he became afraid. I wonder how many times God has shown us to return, and yet we become afraid because of the relationship with some of our family members or because of things that rise within us that deters us from what God is actually trying to get our eyes to see. The Holy Family was afraid, so they went to Nazareth. Wow, this sounds so much like many stories within the black community here in this so-called United States of this stolen America. The Holy Family had to run away from persecution, and we as black folks had and have to do the same. 
in my eyes and mind. We are still plotting how to escape this systematic racist culture and democratic republic. Dr. Linda Thomas in the African-American African -American, uh, African lectionary commentary states, Harriet, I mean, Harriet does not forget the destiny of the child, Jesus, and so decides that all baby boys would be killed. Fast forward, this sounds like what happens to black and brown boys, and I would add girls, in many of the, this country's cities. They are cut down like weed, mourned by their families and, and forgotten by others. The families of these slain children cannot be comforted. They cry uncontrollably at their babies' senseless deaths. Yet our society does not consider this a threat to national security. Lawmakers do not call for a national session, and no Blue Ribbon Committee is established to study the slaughter of black and brown children. We can name so many, and many black families have to think about keeping their children safe so that their worst nightmare will not happen. The police has killed more than 100 children since 2015 in this country. If we add adults, there have been over 7,000 people killed since 2014 by the police, and 25% of those killed were black. That's a large number compared to how much we make up of this population. We are on the run and hiding just like the Holy Family. We may have found our Egypt for a period, but we sure had to return. And in returning, we have been met by the offsprings of slavery. We need a dream a dream more than what Martin Luther King dreamed in this time. Because we met that Egypt, we met that promised land, and now we're back here. So what do we dream about now? We need a dream, and it needs to become our reality. Harriet met God in her dream space and received guidance on how to protect herself, her community, and all the people she freed. Dreams guided Harriet in protection. She was a woman of deep-rooted faith in God. She believed that God indeed could guide. Have we lost this type of faith? That God indeed can guide. Do we make space to allow God to speak to us, to quiet ourselves and allow God to speak to us. Do we do that now? Do we even believe that God is still speaking, just like God did in our text today 
for Joseph. We need dreamers to arise again, to tell their dreams, to tell their dreams and not harbor them for themselves. We need them to tell their dreams because black folks cannot and will not, will not continue to be killed at this high rate. It is not just from the hands of the police. It is from the healthcare system where infant mortality rate is sky high and black folks are not given the same care as our white counterparts. It is in our legislation and infant, and, and, and infant structure um, where we are subject to unclean water, weak gun laws, and so much more. We need a dream. We need to pay more attention to our dreams. We dream because I believe God is still speaking. And I believe that God is still showing up in our dreams and in our visions and in our minds, speaking to us, telling us of protection, showing us of protection, allowing for us to see our next move. But yet we are not listening. In our sermon today, we see Harriet, a Shiro, listening to her dreams. And her dreams becoming reality of setting so many enslaved black folks free. We see in our text today that Joseph returned to Israel after being warned in a dream to leave because Herod will kill Jesus. We must be like Joseph and Herod by heeding the warnings and leaning into the protection. In our text, just like in the story of Herod, we see that God's power prevails. And it is time, it is time to see God's power prevail in this world today. And the powers of darkness crumble. <sighs> I wasn't going to share this story, but I shared this story with Laura that when I had a dream that I was in a shootout and I was like, I woke up like, whoa, 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 what's going on, you know? Like, and I thought I was really there. So I, was, I had to look around my room. I'm like, okay, I'm, I, it was a dream. And I believe maybe a week or two later, I was with my friends out and we were going to a house party. And so we get on this block, we get out the car and I see that dream flash before my eyes, and it looks just like, it was that deja vu moment, right, that we say. And I'm like, whoa. I turned to the driver and I said, we gotta go. I turned to my friends, we gotta go. And my other friends just was like, no, why we need to leave, da 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 da, all this stuff. And I turned to the driver and I said, I had a dream about this, and there's gonna be a shootout. And because that person was a person of faith, thank God, I hope, and that he believed me, that he was like, let's go. So we left. 
Hours later, we got a call that there was a shootout. And I wondered, what if I did not trust that dream? I wonder what if I did not notice what was going on around me, that that was in my dream, what would have happened? And I'm wondering how many times have God shown you in some type of way to move a certain way and you denied it? I'm wondering how many times did you lean in to it? I believe God is calling us this day to lean more into the dream world, to lean more in to our imagination because in God's imagination, we can see God's kingdom here on earth. Let us pray. God of the dream world, God of our imagination, who fosters our imagination to see God's kingdom that is in heaven here on earth, moving in our being, allowing for it to happen right here, right now for us. We ask you right now to open up our ears that we may hear you more keenly, that we ask you to open up our imagination, that we may see See into the spiritual world what you would like for us to do here right now on this earth. We ask, O oh God, that you open up our eyes, that we may see, see what it is that you think about us. See what it is that you want us to do here to bring your kingdom that is in heaven here on earth, showing the love of God for all to know that they are loved. Open up our hearts that we may experience your divine intervention. Let us know that you are a God that steps down into our story, that you are a God that is concerned about what's going on here in our lives. Let us dream dreams, oh God, of protection, dreams that will allow for us to move into that paradise, into that promised land, into, oh God, where we can see the kingdom of darkness, the powers of darkness on every single level crumble and your kingdom of light shine forth within us. We ask this all in your many names. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.